2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up Podcast. Uh, Solly here. DJ Pai is here. Greetings. Hello. Tron is here. Konnichiwa. Big Randy is here. Hello. We are uh, in the green in recovery today. We're on the on the road back from recovery. 96% today. Uh, congratulations. We had thank an you. event uh, last week at Sweetens Cove for uh, members of The Nest. Want to thank everyone for coming out. Those that participated, those that followed along. It was, uh, it was a great, great event. Shout out to TC for... All the work that went into it, Aaron and Ben and everyone that put it together. Among a lot of the comments that were made at the event, we couldn't help but notice we did like a closest to pin contest. How many Callaway golf balls were coming into the green? I didn't perform a study. I didn't do a ball count, but I believe Callaway might have won the ball count, which was very encouraging to see. Yeah, we're going to have to check with the Daryl survey on that, but I feel, feel really strongly that we can put that in the ad copy. It was a, no one's gonna fact check it. It was a mix of everything. There was some. I had to mark a truvis at one point, and then uh, Barry, this this uh, this Irish slash Zimbabwe guy, I uh, had to say like, dude, I had to put a a mark on my triple track ball because there was multiple people in my group that were using the triple track. Unbelievable! It's really mm-hmm. cool to see. It's mm-hmm. really cool to see. Um, I know DJ. You know you were kind of. You only use the balls that you know. You're trying to be edgy and trendy, and use the balls that no one else is using. So I don't totally. Know what, I don't know what you're moving on to. Uh, moving on to no, now. I know. There's too many
1: Truvises out there. The good thing was there was a lot of Truvises that I found in the shit at Sweet Cove. I found a, whoever had the Beth Page uh, specific Truvises. Thank you, because I found three of them and I played those throughout
2: the week. So that was great. As always, you can visit CallawayGolf.com to learn more about Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X and the Truvis and Triple Track technologies. Are you guys ready to talk some Wingfoot? I'm so ready to talk Wingfoot. Well, where do we start? Where do you want to go first?
3: I mean, you guys have played it.
1: Well, not to brag. Oh, God. No, brag.
3: Oh
2: I was hoping we weren't going to bring that up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all right. So,
1: no, all right, let's first of all, first <laughs> shot. I drove
3: in
2: the right rough.
1: <laughs> well, first of all, where do we go for breakfast? You know, you got to... I'm just kidding. Total, um,
3: total members club. Complete
2: members club. Super, super easy to get a game there. Shower pressure. Let's just get out ahead of that. The water pressure. Oh, my gosh. Soup. Best in the entire Northeast. All the way down to Oakmont. In Pittsburgh area, the best uh, the best water pressure in the Northeast. Of course, the Jewish rye toast in the clubhouse, oh TC.
1: I'm sure you've heard whispers of that in the circles you run in. They got soup. Probably, 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 <laughs> probably fantastic. Honestly, we we kind of just got punched in the face for like four
2: hours. I don't. I I kind of was just decompressing in the clubhouse. Where I do you- remember walking off and being like, okay, we 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 played it like spring of 2018. It was a especially wet winter that year. It was fresh off a of renovation. I remember walking off and being like. All right, that wasn't it. Like it was soft. The greens yeah. were soft. You could see how much stuff was going on in the greens and we didn't get we didn't get balls getting rejected and we couldn't, you know, experience the not being able to hold greens from the rough and pitching down the hill and all that stuff. So I we while we've played it, it's we've not played it anything like it's gonna be like this week. I
1: had a very weird round there, a complete blackout on two different ends of the spectrum. I shot forty nine on the front and I shot thirty seven on the back. And don't, you don't do that a lot. I do that a lot. And I don't really remember any of the shots on either side because I was playing so bad On the front nine that I just blacked out every every single hole was just drive it in the shit Chip back to the fairway get up around the green probably make double And then every hole in the back was just complete blackout like in the good way Like I don't remember any of it. I, I know I birdied something, but I don't remember what holes I birdied all that being said I left the golf course and for the last two years have been thinking, like, yeah, Wingfoot, I don't know, man. It's just really hard. Everybody seems to love it, but I don't know. It, it just was really, really hard, and I don't really remember it. Watching, I want to shout out a couple of excellent videos. Uh Andy Johnson friday did a great one all about the greens at Wingfoot with Jeff Ogilvie and Gil hans And Golf Digest uh, did one with Ron Witten going through every hole. Seeing the flyovers and seeing the greens, and I think that's what you're getting at, Solly, was like All of a sudden, seeing them again, I was like, holy shit, I'm excited for this week. This is going to be awesome, and I was not the right player to be playing that golf course. These guys are the right players to be
2: playing that. When you're
3: playing it, do you find yourself looking wistfully over at the East Course? Yes, I did.
2: That looks like a little more fun for us to play. Yes, a little bit. But To your point, this is what this golf course is there for. It's there for championship golf, Yes, and it is going to be... like. We can debate kind of, we can talk about some narrow versus wide. What do you like to see? I know what you'd like to see, Randy, and we'll, of course, cover that. But, you know, I, I, I struggle to think, I struggle to to say that, you know, wider would be better for this. Like, this is like, no, dude, hit it here. Yeah, Like, do this. This is an execution test. Hit it right here. And if you can't do it, you got a lot harder shot coming into the green and you're probably not going to make par. And I'm sure we'll get to it, but there are –
1: million uh, videos of the rough being sprinkled about twitter right now and i think there was a gary woodland quote this morning that like no four iron from the fairway is probably better than seven iron from the rough this week and so i think when we looked at like beth page that was a good example or, or harding park's probably an even better example of a place where it's like yeah the rough's thick everybody's probably gonna miss some fairways so you might as well be super close to the green i think the rough is gonna be so thick this week that that might not be the case so uh, I'm sure it'll be the case on some holes but the greens are so wild so hard to approach the like the run-ups are so narrow like Harding Park is a good example of if you're in the rough you can probably still chase one up there and I think we saw that a lot um,
2: whereas wingfoot it's it's pretty tight run-up spots I mean you're supposed to come in from the air. Not only that, there's a couple really interesting cross bunkers or bunkers yeah. that are way well short of the green. They're not necessarily green side that if you're in the fairway you're not even thinking about those bunkers, but as soon as you get out of position and you need to worry about where you're laying one up or how you're getting to a green, they come into play immediately. So, even more emphasis on actually hitting the ball in the fairway. And to your point on the rough, it's kind of interesting talking to a couple of players and the caddies about what they've seen it's not a, so it's graduated, but not on every hole. And like some of these short holes are, and i I think I've noted at least three of them that I know that this exists. They, the, it goes from like one foot of intermediate rough straight into the five inch rough. So like all these short par fours have a like deeper, I still haven't really processed no, no, why no, yeah. or what that does, but the longer holes have a, have more graduated rough. So if you make
3: sense, cause it's like on the shorter holes, if, they're Lonto proofing it.
2: (laughs) I would say the longer it up there close to the green. You got to hit a good shot. The longer holes though, it gives guys a more of a license to pound the driver on it rather than, you know, hitting an iron into the fairway and coming in for the back. But
3: but think about it this way. You got to think that on the shorter holes, you know, if guys are laying back or if guys are playing for the fairway, they're not going to get, I think on the longer holes, if you made it right off the fairway, you're penalizing the short hurt. Yeah. the, the yeah, short yeah. hitters just as much as the long hitters. Yeah, I'm with you there. Otherwise, you know, so you've got to graduate it there. On the short holes where there is a choice of what to do, You really have to make the choice. That's a good point.
2: That's a very good point. Yeah, it's so it seems so not only that in the in the US open.com has great flyovers of individual holes with like step by step of, hey, like you need to play it close to this bunker for this angle. And they note on there that the driving zones and I don't know if this is on every hole, but with the very first hole, the driving zones narrow the closer you get to the target, which is something people have called for for a long time of hey, a way to counteract distance is like make it harder to hit the fairway the further down you get and I do remember this too about trying to figure out lines when we were out there because you have to get the right distance with your driver because of the shape of some of these holes you can't just pound it it's like on this line I have to hit it this far but on this line I would have to hit a a different distance so that could be interesting to watch as well I'm thrilled to to watch this golf course Randy what are your thoughts you've been you've been quiet over there we've been rambling (laughs)
0: I'm excited every all, you know, my sources are telling me the, the carnage. I just, I, I just hope it comes to be. That's uh, that's when, what I'm looking for. A proper us open struggle uh i want guys upset i want i want to hear guys complaining that the course isn't fair that's that's really what i'm looking for can
1: i can i hit you with a couple stats and anecdotes would that be okay with you please uh so i want to shout out you know friend of the program sean martin also did a really nice piece for pjtour.com just kind of rounding up some of the famous uh wingfoot stuff so some of this comes from him but it's the sixth u.s open at wingfoot only two courses have hosted more randy can you name them
0: uh, Oakmont?
1: That's one, of course. Pe- Pebble Beach? Not Pebble Beach. This Sh- will tie them with Pebble Shitty. Beach. No, great guess. Pinehurst. No. That was a bad guess. Bad guess. They've only hosted like two, right? Three? O- Oak Three. Hill. No, I'll just tell you guys. Baltus mm. The Srawl. The Srawl. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Obviously become more famous for their PJ Championships. But it is uh, just... They're alleged PGA Their They're alleged PJ Championships. It's just a complete disaster factory, basically. I mean, only... I guess two guys. One winner has been under par in those six U.S. Opens. Fuzzy Zeller at minus four. He actually tied Neil's boy Greg Norman also at minus four, uh, but Norman shot five over in the playoff.
2: So I guess, you know, (laughs) over 90 holes, he he was not under par. I got two birdie holes out there. Six and nine were the only ones of course. Nice. And the, course. The, the, uh, the only two ones that sucks. 11, You're 11, kind of it. too. 11, I think has a little bit of a funnel
1: bowl um, and kind of a weird fairway that, that seems to help it out. But six is the one I, I mega circled when you were talking yeah. about short five or short fours and, you know, really, really,
2: really narrow stuff. Like there is so much cool stuff going on with six and that greens are so big that it, I cannot wait to watch this, right? Because huge ass greens give you a lot of opportunities still to tuck pins in corners and tuck pins near slopes. Well, so there's more
1: to that too, with the, the Hans restoration. So like there should be even more than there were in 2006 because they haven't been back there since 2006. Gil and Jim Wagner went in in 2017, I think, and, and redid it all. And so that was like the focus of a lot of the, the great videos I talked about on the front. was like, there's so many new pin spots and there's so many more slopes that like used to be thick grass. Now they're part of the playing surface where you can use those to funnel back to other pins. You can use those to try to get back to the middle of the green. And it's just, it
2: should be super, super interesting as long as it stays firm, which hopefully it will. But it forces decision-making is the, my favorite part. Yeah. And that, you know, if, if you've got a pin that's all, you know, all the way up against the left side of a green and there's, you know, 30 yards to the right of it you are deciding how much you want to take on if i want to get close to this pin if i'm a yard left of it i'm toast right but uh you know if i'm you know 10 feet right of it, i can make birdie if i'm 25 feet i'm probably not making birdie how close to people inch to it and you know if you bail out too safe it might start rolling away from you and you might leave yourself a really hard two putt like for an execution test off the tee it's going to be like hey hey hit it here you got to decide what clubs to hit and how much risk to take on but it's pretty much like hey hit this hit these narrow fairways Coming into the greens is going to be especially interesting.
1: Especially I think a lot of those slopes and those new pin locations and stuff, I think as you're trying to feed balls down it just brings in so many shit bunkers and so much horrible super thick stuff around the greens. It's just it's it's going to be awesome, I think.
3: Randy, it's a big week for you with for for uh, pin sheets. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I just, <laughs> it, it sounds like it it Sounds like the ultimate pin sheets week.
1: Can I make a request to the governing bodies this week? At Sweetens Cove, Nolang up in partnership with ProTradge Holdings, had pin sheets with contour maps on them. How much more helpful was that than just like the circle maps? I don't know what the fuck that means. Like, show me, is it on a slope? Is there a slope next to it? Can they use somewhere else? Randy, I think.
0: Well, that's part of the bit is they're absolutely meaningless. So (laughs) useless. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's, It's a bit? Gosh, it would just seems like I mean, except for like the handful of people who've played Wingfoot over and over again,
2: right? That you know, they have oh, that God. intimate
3: knowledge. That pin on seven, man. It's just, it's gonna <laughs> the be, members know.
2: Yeah. The what members I love though. is all the people that tweet it out as if that you know, as if that adds to the viewing experience in some way. <laughs> like to your point of you know, without any slope around it or anything. Like we are literally going to see where the pin is when they show <laughs> it on TV. Like, what am I looking out for by having this pin
3: sheet? Exactly. <laughs> so. so, so I guess you need pin sheets, CBS weeks though. <laughs> Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Butt up. laughs>
1: uh, what else? Brutally difficult in 2006, but how many rounds under par total for the tournament?
0: Ooh, seven.
1: Negative three. Negative three, you got, got it. 12 mm. only. And uh, what was the lowest round of the week, TC? 66. 68. Oh. I could see where you thought I was setting you up for, though. 66, 66 on the weekend here would be really nice.
3: Uh, ben Shaw this past weekend, give me a ball mark. Same guy that made Neil St. Saint, Saint Rapio ball marker. It said 66 sat 66 <laughs> on, on either side of it. So thank you to him. A homage to Mackenzie Hughes, of course.
1: So the lowest anyone went in 06 was two under par, 68, uh, which is wild to just let that sink in for a minute. <laughs> Hale Irwin, when he won in 74, I think, won it at seven over. It's the highest winning score at a major since. Uh, no one's gone higher than that, and uh, it, from Smartin's piece, people thought a lot of people think that was a direct reaction to Johnny Miller's 63 the year before, and we're just gonna we're just gonna absolutely turn it up and uh and get people to hang themselves. So I guess I don't know if that pivots to Randy's. You know, does that get you excited? Does that get yes. you excited?
0: And and if you could expound on what do you like to see from U.S. Open? I like to see frustration you know i like to see when a guy makes par on the first hole in the comment in the in the commentary will get you know he would sign up for 17 (laughs) more of those today that's what i like to see last year hopefully hopefully they've cranked it up in reaction to last year's uh (laughs) u.s open pebble beach (laughs) pro-am that they put on just you know i i want what is it Jack Nicholas, who said, "Yeah, half the field has already lost when they show up." Like that's what I want. I, I want guys totally beaten down, and that's your form of entertainment for for four days for this week.
2: Yeah, for four days for U.S. Open week.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I love uh, it when, like, instead of thinking, "All right, those guys haven't teed off yet, the scores or whatever," it's like, "Yeah, those guys haven't teed off yet, and everybody's gonna be backing up." That's the coolest thing yes, in the world to watch yeah. on like a Saturday morning when, yeah, you know what, like. Leaders are at, are at two under, but, like, they haven't teed off yet. They're obviously going to be, like, three over by the time this <laughs> thing.
2: Are we talking ourselves into the fact that scores are going to be high? I feel like it's a very pre-major thing to do. It's like, oh, man, the, everyone's saying the course is really tough. Like, it's going to be tough. And then you go and watch, like, Rom and DJ play a course and think, oh, yeah, well th- – we forgot like, how good they are. It's not actually actually hard for them.
0: I don't know if that's... That's what I don't know.
2: Yeah, so the greens are kind of soft right now so far, which they claim and players have been told that they're going to be firming up. They're turning the sub air on. They got some rain last week, apparently, and fairways are not mega firm. They're not rolling out too far. So, gosh, when it's soft, I know that makes it play longer, but with how far these guys hit it, they like it soft. And if, if they don't get those greens crisped up, it's going to... I don't... The, the score will be under par. I, I think I'll put it this way. If the Scores
1: are not high this week, then literally, I don't know what else you can do, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. If, if this is Randy, I think they're making their absolute best effort. I don't think there's any other levers they can pull that aren't like completely, you know, putting alligators in the middle of the fairway.
0: Well, TC and I on our trap draw preview this week, our guest says, you know, everything's in place, the weather, things are starting to firm up.
3: So, he, he was headed out to Garden City. For around this afternoon, but he said, you know, it's it's chilling out. It's it's starting to get crispy, and, and it's also the the literally perfect, chilling out, right? Yeah. Was the guest Neil? <laughs> no, it's not Neil. Although, yeah, Neil
1: actually, Neil couldn't be reached.
0: He's at another top one hundred course. Neil,
3: Neil played Camargo yesterday in Cincinnati. <laughs> but you know.
0: uh, back to the difficulty, though. What as as far as like memorable finishes or even memorable tournaments? Do you remember the easier quote unquote easier U.S. Opens more or the more like the absolute well, I most guess, difficult like, ones.
3: I think you would consider the pe- the Pebble US Open, the cat one, to be considered like one of the harder. Seriously, US oh, Opens. Yeah. yeah. I think For that sure. that's the one you remember the most because it was a mix of cat making it look easy and everybody getting crushed.
1: Right. That's a really that's a super interesting question. What else would you put in like the but, super hard category?
2: It, Shin- Memor- memorable would be is, you know it's unique to each person, right? Is it Sure. Remember, like, of course everybody remembers Oh four at Shinnecock. Like that was, but everybody also remembers
3: Chambers Bay, but
2: is
0: that? Yeah. Yeah. I think like, yeah.
2: Was Chambers Bay good in your, Chambers
0: Bay was, was, and as was Shinnecock. And I realized both of those were under par, but there was enough, like, wonkiness going on that I was I was all in. I think... Does it... does it, I was going to say, does it boil down to just you want the players to be really upset?
3: Yes. I want <laughs> yeah. them to
0: feel like they don't have complete control.
3: Yes. You want Jason Gore to have his work cut out for him? <laughs> yeah, End exactly. of the week this week. Uh, you, fuck the USGA. No, no, no. <laughs> guys, we're, we're on your side. We're for the good of the game. You know what I remember
1: the other day that just made me so happy was the uh, the USGA tweet to, to Justin
2: Thomas. Justin, we need Justin, to talk. Justin, we need to talk. <laughs> that was an all timer. I just apropos of nothing just wanted to float <laughs> that out there yeah so you know you're not a john bodenhammer fan
3: well he doesn't know yet right? yeah I, know I, yet. I, he, i'm he open to pebble. becoming a fan i he's, know but i think yeah. pebble was kind of like okay. hey guys new guy in town we're gonna ease into the relationship here i'm not gonna punch you in the face right when i'm introduced yeah myself.
1: i want to say i think pebble was outstanding for the conditions that they had that's if, where i want to go, go the wind would have got up i think it would randy it would have been exactly what you were looking for and i think their hands were tied rna RNA their credit. gets praised yeah, every exactly. time
2: that they let the conditions dictate the scoring. And the USGA, when it doesn't blow, they try to manipulate the golf course and it gets ridiculous. Or now for once they didn't manipulate it nearly enough and people are giving them too much of a hard time.
0: But that's th- – I, I know I'm beating a drum here. That's what I get back to. Like Shinnecock, they had it absolutely – on the edge of complete wackiness. But they uh, lost two it two it years gone. ago. It was gone. And then they totally caved and <laughs> and they overwatered it. It, it. That, I mean, I want, what I'm looking for is guys who who think they've hit perfect shots, done exactly what they wanted it to
3: do, and they get, they get boned.
1: And I think that's what's so cool about Wingfoot is I think we'll see a ton of that because the slopes on the greens are so severe.
3: And I love. That was the issue with Harding Park. Uh, it's they're, they're so flat. They're so flat. Yeah. Where like even if guys are if guys are hitting the middle of the green, it's still like there's you know, nothing. It's not a tough two pot yeah.
1: Where least. I'm with you for sure is there's nothing better than the slow motion car wreck where <laughs> yeah. it's like oh wow I think that's 15 feet. Oh no, it's still moving. Oh no, oh no, it's coming all the way off the front. And then they're just pissed in the fairway. Like that's I think what Wingfoot brings to the table.
3: Golf is very exciting to watch on TV when the ball is rolling yes. on the ground and guys don't have control. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> when they're saying, sit, 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 sit. Um,
2: I think it's, yeah, I, that just got me really excited. I, it's, dude, I, go watch. I'm telling you, those flyover videos were
1: so good. Go watch those. and like Again, I think I said it up front, but it's like I don't need to be playing this golf course. I truly don't ever need to go play it again. I just want to watch these guys go play it
2: because it's going to be the perfect test. To that point, TV live TV cameras tend to flatten out things out and a you know a drone flyover in the proper light can show the contours that are like you can be pretty high up on those flyovers and be like oh god look at where do you even come into that green from I think number one I think uh, one of them mentioned I
1: don't know if it was the digest one mentioned that the green I think it's seven feet higher in the back than the front. And, like, mm. number 18 was another one that I, – I forget, apologies which video this was in, but they, they basically – 18 has the super famous mega false front on the front that's probably, what,
2: 15 feet? 15,000 feet, I think <laughs> I saw
1: it. But uh, I think Gil Hans was saying he wanted – like, Tillinghast wanted it to look like steps up to the clubhouse, which is just <laughs> such a cool thought. And that was my one concern, uh, you know, quote-unquote concern, about the TV is, like, hopefully – you get a sense of that, and I know NBC's probably short staffed and short, kind of you know trying to piece together their production, kind of getting it at the last minute here, but
3: yeah, I forgot about yeah that.
1: like they weren't even supposed to broadcast it, but like that's all I'm dying for is like the low handheld stuff to just show how fucking wild this place is because it's very intimidating from the fairway.
3: what's the the um just as far as the general context of the property, is it pretty flat? Throughout, or is it just kind of rolling? There's and- some there's some parts that, that it's like
2: a, God, I was getting ready to say like a, a Midwest you know country club <laughs> style course of, it's not severe land movement, but it's definitely not flat. I'm, I think to like Muirfield Village or something like that, it, it moves around a lot like that. There's going out towards the number four. There's a big downhill long par four, and then you come back. Up the hill with five, and you go back downhill with six, and so there's it's it's not dramatic, but it's not Florida flat. It's not flat in in any regard. Yeah, eleven's got a little the kind of like rock
1: outcroppings there on eleven, and a little bit of movement there. But yeah, it's I think compared to like Shinnecock, it's like not it's way flatter, right? I mean, it's not quite the same as yeah as that.
2: I wouldn't say way flatter, but it is flatter. Like it's 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 somewhat in the same realm. I would say.
3: All right, so going back to the rough
2: the rough again, we're going to kind of see how all this plays out. But I, I, in looking at the flyovers and, and thinking about this and seeing the pictures of the cans and stuff and all the rough and whatever, who Peter Jacobson took a piece of grass and put it next to a ruler. And it was like 11 inches long at one point. I think the greens, if they firm out, they're going to be such a good defense as it is that I would love to see guys have the ability to try to stop shots from the rough on those greens. And if it's so thick that they can't even try to get at it, I feel like that's kind of a double hazard and kind of is just going to make people pitch out and then try to get up and down, which I don't think is that interesting. I know my carnage guy might think differently, but I think you could have even more carnage giving guys enough rope to hang themselves to try to hit shots at it. I don't know how if they're going to be able to get to do that. I mean, maybe they will out of five-inch rough. I don't, I don't know what five-inch rough really actually means.
3: Well, I think it's, it's big. You've got 78-degree kind of partly cloudy day, Thursday as it stands now and you've got a 64 degree day with rain on Friday. Hmm. It could get gnarly if there's some moisture. <laughs> if, if basically they dry the greens out a little bit you know Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and then Friday it's just it dumps a little bit rough gets wet and then Saturday, Sunday highs of 63 but partly cloudy kind of stuff.
2: Which we know what that means. The cats sweaters. They're going to be crispy. <laughs> all right? They're going to be nice but it is sweater weather which yeah I don't know if I guess when was the last US Open we saw like that? I guess the the, the Northwest ones, yeah. yeah, I, yeah haven't, I haven't been Damn on it.
3: Twitter in a week. I just, just kind of just had so much going on. It wasn't really a conscious decision. But now I feel good that I haven't been on Twitter in a week because I haven't had to watch these rough
1: Exactly. Videos. Now I'm just excited for it. Yeah. I think that plays a big role. I think, you're, I think that was extremely well said about the rough. I would rather see guys trying to run really hard five and six irons and getting punched in the face around the green than I would like
2: chip out and then hit a wedge close because they're all so good with, wedges. I know it all comes back to Royal Melbourne, but when guys would hit it in the rough there, which was not much, but it was like oh, let's. this is going to be interesting to see if you can hold a green from right. there.
0: Check so. it out though. What <laughs> Everything you guys were telling me about the greens, what if they still can't get the wedges closed? Well, that and that would be interesting, but listen, these guys are good, Randy. We'll, we'll see. We're going to see how good they are. One thing that's being overlooked, I know it's been floated. This isn't necessarily an original thought, but with how thick the rough is, there are going to be a lot of lost balls this week. Yes. Simply, they just can't locate them. I mean, I the also, volunteers. There's no, there's, no volunteer. fan, there's no fans. Exactly. Yeah. The volunteers have maybe are the most important part of this year's. I, I should say the, the paying volunteers. <laughs> they, I, I don't think you can even call them volunteers. They're paying to work. They literally could help shape the tournament with if they're able to locate certain errant shots or not.
1: That's. What a world that this is the sport that that we love. Like, it, there's going to be some like seventy six year old and and God bless them. But there's going to be some seventy six year old volunteer who like might have a very defining moment in this championship. Maybe though,
3: <laughs> maybe this is the one year that they should pay. They're getting to this watch. Is be that's yeah. True. That's
2: that's a great point. God, yeah, that I charge them double. <laughs> They may have. Take away a lunch buffet. I said they'd be most important, but that of course, after the Supers. After the Supers. Yeah. The Supers right. have yeah. a
0: very important role to play. I um, do think there's
2: definitely something to the balls, you know, not ending up in places where the rough has been trampled down. As, no oh, yeah. Like, yeah. That is a, totally. a very, very real thing. I know, you know, people say the grandstanding things don't matter and all that stuff, but I think that the, the rough getting trampled is a very real thing. It seems to be less spotty like Harding Park was spotty like it was very random where you ended up you could have got a very good lie I don't think there's gonna be too many good lies in the rough this week but we will see we will see should we do some picks let's do it is it that time come on there is no better way to enjoy the US open than to join the action with the DraftKings sportsbook it is America's top rated sportsbook app to celebrate golf's first major of the new season they're offering a special odds and promotions all weekend long and all new users get a sign-up bonus up to Can you guess?
3: $1,000.
2: Oh, TC's been paying attention. My star pupil DJ looked around completely confused. Had no idea that was coming. (laughs) I'm not a new user. Listen, of course, America first. An American-made sportsbook (laughs) is supporting American-made golfers by doubling your winnings if any American wins this week. How about that?
3: All right. TC,
0: how do you feel about that? Does
3: Jason Day count as an American? (laughs) So I was uh, thinking about throwing some on him, but if he counts as an American, I'm definitely throwing. I don't some on him. think
2: that he technically would. Uh, I know Dustin Johnson will, of course, uh, count as an American, and he is—he's the though. favorite. Can I get this out of the way? Stop calling the favorite of the tournament odds-on favorite. That's not what odds-on means. Od- that it bugs oh me. So he said much. we were listening
1: to the Sirius XM on the way up, and they kept saying it. He was freaking out. <laughs>
2: it makes it, me so upset. You want to roll oh, out of the sh-
0: car. Definitely should not admit that. Because <laughs> now that's all. Everything like I'll say it more. Well, that's perfect. If we could make it a bit, I'd be way on that, but.
2: You can head to the app right now, check out all they have to offer, including player props, day-by-day action, even hole-by-hole live betting. You can do some really fun stuff, and I have. We're going to get to that. Uh, And if golf is not for you, the DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds and promotions all week long for football, basketball, and so much more. It is safe, secure, and a reliable betting app. You can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code NLU when you sign up for a limited time. All new users get a sign-up bonus up to... $1,000. $1,000. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is going all out with a sign-up bonus up to
3: $1,000. Just $1, enter
2: code NLU when you sign up. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. Only bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough restriction supply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Hell yeah. <laughs> Great stuff, man. Who, who wants to go first? Should we throw it to Neil first for his picks? Let's throw it to Neil let we'll Let's throw it to Neil first. All right, let's pipe in Neil.
4: All right, it's uh, it's the kid checking in from the Queen City, the true Queen City, Cincinnati. All you Charlotte people can GTFO. You know, the Ohio River Whale, the uh, the Cincinnati kid. We're still working on uh, this week's nickname, but, uh, man, big week. Double dipped on Chez last week. He T3s, so he gets paid on the top 10, and he gets paid – on the matchup bet against Emiliano Grillo, so we are vibing this week. Uh, I got some good ones. Five bets, twenty nuggets each. We're going top ten. Matty Fitz, Grinder on a firm and fast track, plus five hundred. Top ten, Joaquin, I'm hurt. Dog Neiman. Coach told us to dominate, and we gonna do it. Top ten, plus nine hundred. Top ten for Brendan Todd. The guy's on the leaderboard every week. Plus six hundred. Then we're going top 20 on Chez, plus 400, have to do it. Love, love Chez, love getting paid on Chez. I'm gonna ride that horse until he doesn't run anymore. And then lastly, a winner bet. I'm gonna gonna dip my toe into uh, picking a winner this week. Tommy Lad, I feel like he might show up this week. Plus 3,500 to win it. Things should get real interesting, maybe gnarly. Hopefully we lose the course this week at, at Wingfoot. Uh, I played it a few weeks back, and it was uh, uh, treacherous is, is what I'll say there. So that's it. 20 nuggets on each. I'm excited to watch. See ya. Thanks.
2: Should we have uh, our champion from last season? That would Maybe. mean a lot to me I guess if we could first. hear from our champion first.
0: Do you guys want to congratulate me at
3: all?
1: I, think, I, I wasn't yeah. here to receive your accolades. We paid congratulations on the Safeway Show.
3: Okay. Thanks for watching. Great job, man. So cool.
1: Thank you, thank it you. It was guys. a total tortoise and hare situation. Randy's chipping away with little like it was. It reminded me of uh, being on the craft table with you
0: in <laughs> Reno. We get a two dollar yo. I, I never, I never hit the yo.
3: <laughs> Randy might be a nationalist. He was doing all right? sorts of nationalists. He was all, exactly. All I'm not even taking
0: five plays this week. I'm taking three plays. Um, confident is
3: that I mean you're confident or, or
0: not confident? I'm I'm not confident. I'm not confident. I want people to know that just because I don't know if there's going to be true carnage, but okay. So my three plays, let's start with uh, one of my favorite props. Top lefty in the tournament. (laughs) Top lefty in the tournament. Uh, I believe there are four of them. I'm, of course, going to take Mickelson. He's at uh, plus (laughs) plus 175 as the top
3: lefty. So you got Mickelson, Harmon, Bubba, and Big Shot Bob McIntyre. Wow, no respect for Bob McIntyre. Uh, Well, listen,
0: uh, I'm going to put 30 30 points on that. And uh, my second play is we're taking Jason Day in the top 20. Mm, I I like that. I I think he's tailor-made. You know, if, if he's on, he's going to hit it straight. He hits it far. He had some good form, although he didn't the last couple of weeks specifically. He's, he's You're talking yourself quiet. out of this pick. <laughs> no, 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 no. So we're going to put another 30 on Jason Day to finish in the top 20. Uh, let me confirm those odds. That is plus 150. Okay. And then my final one, 40 points, straight out winner, Patrick Cantlay. Oh. Wow. Thought I thought he was going to say read. I was about I to did run too. through a wall. Yeah, so excited. No. Plus 3,500. Mm. Wow. Love it. Yeah.
3: No okay. Harris English play this week. No Harris. I thought about maybe as a top Georgia player. Um, Jared, he, he, uh, he got the the all Georgia Bulldog pairing. Yeah,
2: they've been messing Davis, a little Thompson, with the pairings.
3: Harris English and Brendan Todd. Hmm. So those very are cool. the picks. I don't go feel dogs.
2: very
0: confident, um, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> let's go get them.
2: I love hearing that from you, TC. What do you got? Uh, oh, we shouldn't. We we should make him go last so we can cut him off. But <laughs> go ahead. What do you got?
3: I tried to do. I was trying to do a Yankee,
2: but Which would have been very cool in New York. Yeah,
3: but in honor of uh, Mackenzie Hughes, I'm going to do another Canadian. We've got DJ over Rom. Harris English over Tyrell Hatton. I don't know why I picked that one. I hate that already. <laughs> uh, Matt Fitzpatrick over Justin Rose. Adam Scott over Fleetwood and Bubba over Kisner. Two nuggets on e on you know each way. Canadian, as we all know at this course, point, is yeah. you know five five picks all the way around. Mm-hmm. So it's twenty six plays housed within that single wager. Sure. Uh, so that's fifty-two nuggets right there. Potential payout of about four forty-four.
0: That'd be nice.
3: Next, we're just gonna sprinkle four nine-point-five unit plays all across the board. Dustin Winter plus eight fifty. Trani Appleseed over here sprinkling actually, the board. We're, we're only gonna do three of these because because <laughs> we have a late break. <laughs> we
1: just got news into the into the big board room.
3: We're gonna do Adam Scott plus. 5,000 for 18 Nuggets. To win. To win. Okay. And then, uh, God, you know, I was thinking about Cantley, but I'm going to go with my man, uh, Jason Day. Jason Day. A lot of love. 9.5 Nuggets for uh, uh, plus 35, or plus thirty five or 3,300.
0: All right. Did, that didn't take that much time. Well, uh-huh. do you mean Adam Scott for 19 Nuggets?
3: 19 Nuggets, yeah. Okay. What did I say? 18. No, good 19 looking ass. I, I 19 want to
0: make 19. sure you get your full a hundred nuggets out yeah, on, the, on, the, on the table. The fact that you didn't
3: use all your nuggets some of these weeks and you won is That's <laughs> concerning. Not no, a good he look. was
0: he was penalized for that. Yeah.
3: Okay. Uh, yeah, I got penalized. Yeah.
1: I, I, I thought that was prudent. It's all above it, it wasn't above board, but it is now that you were penalized. Deeply concerning to me that you guys didn't mention player who I, I feel very strongly is going to win. You said you were not confident. I feel very confident. Wow. I'm hitching my wagon really to one guy this week. The big golfer again? Not the big <laughs> golfer. Uh, Are you
3: going to apologize for the big golfer?
1: Um. Yeah, I am. Okay, I good. am. Thank you. I am. That's I, really cool I expected really big things from him. I will say I we said he was going to win the Masters by a million and we haven't played the Masters yet, so I'll issue a more formal apology after the Masters if that suits you. I will not apologize because he almost won the, the PGA. That's and true. That's true. Will you apologize for that? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, no.
0: It's cool to see you guys come together.
1: We're no. not. We're not uh, going with the big golfer. We're hitching our wagon to another he, skinny, he a um, big golfer. Uh, no, he's tall, but oh. he's he's mm. far skinnier than the big golfer. Um, although he did kind of look like the big golfer in a recent drawing. He's mentioned that this is. Among, if not his favorite golf course on the entire planet Earth, Justin Thomas. He's not Mm. tall. He's tall. He's taller than
2: you. He's like 5'11". He's
3: under 6 foot. Yeah.
1: He's taller than me. Deeply concerning. All right. Whatever. Uh, (laughs) The middle-sized golfer. The middle-sized golfer. Justin Thomas. I was going to try to say his middle name, but I don't remember what his middle name is. Uh, Hasn't played great at US Opens in the past. One top 10, but I just... God, I feel like this is... His style of golf, his kind of golf course, weighted out. Justin Lewis Thomas. Justin Lewis Thomas. Uh, I'm putting 50 nuggies on him wow. to win 750. Uh, I'm also going to do two straight forecast oh, bets. I love those. Uh, JT first, DJ second. We'll throw five nuggets on that at plus 11,000. And then we've got a JT first, Xander second. Uh, five nuggies at plus 19,500. Uh, I'm also gonna go with JT in a little group parlay here jt to win group a and uh, Harris English flushing it as I've heard allegedly well flushing.
0: well, he was flushing it now that we've officially turned the season i I need to get back with my folks at sea Island. all accounts that I've
1: heard is that he's still flushing it Jt to win group a, Harris to win group e that's thirty nuggets to win six seventy five. And then, just for, for fun, for the little cocaine hit, Jordan Speeth for a top 20. Mm-hmm. He's plus 400 for a top 20. Yikes. Which is a, a yikes. But I, I, I don't know. If it plays as hard as I think it's going to, and as people are saying, blah, 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 maybe everyone else will just shoot themselves in the face and Speeth can just kind of hang it around and grind and grind and grind and just shoot six over for the week and we'll see what happens. Yeah, so, dude,
3: Napa wasn't all that.
1: It's just so broken.
0: <laughs>
3: He might quit the game. This
1: he week. might. Yeah, he might. But listen, I'm going to be following him anyways, as I always say with these bets. I'm going to be following his route anyway, so I might as well have some, some skin in the game. Yet.
3: Ten mentioned Morikawa yet. 10 there to win
2: 50. All right. I don't believe anyone had anyone on this guy. Uh, if I ask a quick trivia question. Dustin Johnson. What were the two uh, firmest events this year?
3: Mm.
2: What were the two? Bay Memorial.
3: Hill, at Bay Hill
2: and uh, Honda.
3: No, uh, Hilton Head.
2: All right, since the return to golf, <laughs> what were the two most firm events? Colonial. Hilton Head. Memorial. Memorial. And Olympia. Yeah.
3: Hilton R- Head. Really? Going, Col- I
2: thought
0: Colonial was mild.
2: Hilton, Hilton Head was, was so not firm, firm at
3: all. It was mega firm. No, oh,
1: nobody made any bogeys. Like there was not the one other. bogey on the whole weekend. Uh,
0: Listen. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
1: we'll, we'll Are you have gonna to apologize for that? that. If you I'm didn't sorry, get th- if
0: you didn't
2: get this trivia question right, you're not even going to remember who won. John but. Ram Jonathan Ram, <laughs> his friends call him Rambo. Uh, yeah, Ron Rombo. J Hamm. <laughs> Ron J Ham. He won both of those. I can easily picture him winning at Wingfoot. He's, you know, he's got his temper under control. He's a matured Ron, way more matured. I'm waiting for me, <laughs> twenty <laughs> nuggets on him at plus one thousand to win
3: the United States Open Championship. Wait, I'm seeing plus nine hundred. Mm. Well, when I entered these on yesterday, mm. oh yeah, like, you did this yesterday. I got made my picks. Mm. Last I think night. it needs to be deeply concerned. I think it needs to be day of. I, so I would feel more comfortable
2: I would feel more comfortable if it was current odds well i got the screenshot to prove <laughs> it so i'm good there That's fine. he's not gonna win anyway a fun little nugget on this uh you can do the top american player you know, go by nationality but you can also have place bets for like somebody like dustin johnson to finish in the top five among american players of course his odds are plus 100 to do that this is the first time i've ever done that and i love that yeah welcome welcome to the prop props <laughs> <I> fit, <laughs> they don't have that for every event no, no, no for no. the majors um, it, twenty nuggets on that at plus one hundred. Look, it's a mild bet. Sure, we got a different strategy this year. We're not going to try to keep swinging for the fences because it didn't work out great for me. Um, but well, but when it does, some after round one bets. Again, this is to be just to be in the top ten after round one. Rom is plus three hundred. I'm going mm. twenty nuggets on that. I That's love. A nice he's not going to play himself out of this tournament, and neither is Dustin Johnson at plus two seventy five. Twenty more nuggets on that to be top ten after round one. Uh, a guy I haven't heard anybody talk about, but you know, played great at the PGA, has been awesome in the return to golf, uh, and I can, you can get him at plus three hundred to finish in the top ten. Daniel Berger. So twenty more nuggets on that. So spreading my chips evenly across the board, uh, but riding hard for DJ and Rom, and then throwing a little wrinkle in there with Berger.
3: Very interesting. I think all this might be the mega sweepstakes right here. Is uh, under those nationality props. The top Scandinavian player. You got Hovland is odd, odds-on favorite. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is he odds-on? I almost said JT was the odds-on favorite, even though he's neither the favorite nor the odds-on favorite, which I think uh, of it as is, is going to be a new bit. Hovland, plus
3: 138. Norin 275. Stenson, third, plus 350. Rasmus Hogard, plus 400. Mm. Zero respect for Stenson whatsoever.
1: Wow. Solly will have to apologize if Norn, <laughs> yeah. if Norn hits that bet also. And Norn yeah, it's Norn with better odds or whatever. It's weird, right? Less odds than Stenson. So I feel like those are very
0: respectful, responsible bets from you this week. Thank I you. I really man. like seeing that. I'm I'm surprised nobody went deep on the board. I, I feel like if the, if They're there so truly bad, will yeah. be carnage, I, know. I feel like those are the U.S. Opens where you get the one-time winner. Can I tell you? Uh, All right, so
3: if you go deep on the board, if you go under, let's say, you know, under plus uh, 10,000 and under. Who are you going with?
0: I like. I think this is maybe if Kisner's ever going to win a U.S. Open, maybe he just hangs around. Um I you know I, I don't know the answer to that question, but like Ian Poulter could could Ian Poulter put four days together? See, I
2: think this is going to be a I think it's gonna be heavyweights only. You can't ass. yeah you can't fake it. Not that those guys are faking it, but just over seventy two holes. It's not. Gonna, I don't know. If, I don't think anybody's going to make it look pretty. But over 72 holes, I like. I mean, it's hard not to look past the first two names up there on the odd sheet, in, in my, my opinion.
3: Ah, Max is plus 40,000.
2: <laughs> those are long odds.
3: Plus 2,800 for a top 10.
2: He's your
1: odds on favorite this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else we got to get to? No, no, I got be. you guys seen the TV schedule? No. It looks a little hectic. I'm not going to lie. Well,
3: Um, to be
2: fair, it's on for like 18 hours a day. It is. Are uh, bouncing us around? It's a little bit of a bounce around. I can run you through it here. Uh, Thursday, 7.30 to 2 on the Golf Channel. 2 to 5. That's a nice block. 2 to 5 on NBC. 5 to 7 on Peacock. End of the day on Peacock.
3: I've been watching a lot of Peacock because I'm I'm watching uh, uh, Yellowstone. That's okay. on, it's on Pe- Peacock Well yeah, it's a paramount oh, sure, sure, NBC sure universal.
2: everyone yeah. owns everything. Yeah. There's some featured groups and featured holes from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m as well. and then 7 30 they flip it on you or I'm sorry on Friday they flip it on you 7 thirty to nine to 9 30 on Peacock. 9 thirty to four on Golf Channel four to 7 30 on NBC and then uh, live streams as well that all day that day. Saturday 9 to eleven on Peacock 11 to seven on NBC live streams all day. Sunday 8 to 10 Peacock 12 to 10 or 10 to 12 Golf Channel 12 to 6 NBC you got to jump through some hoops sure Um, I'm in year one of taking over this contract. I'm sure they had to move a bunch of stuff around. And totally, I'm not going to be overly picky about it. But that Thursday afternoon of having to flip online at five o'clock after being, you know, flipping off network coverage at five p.m. and flipping online to an app or whatever is going to be. I don't that think doesn't that's, make it doesn't make a ton of sense. I don't think that's going to go very well. Is my point
3: going back?
2: But streaming is the future.
3: Nobody, all right, everybody thinks the rib is in total baby mode.
0: That might
2: be that the dangerous be. place it to could
3: be, be, right? So yeah, I mean, nobody mentioned the rib, Xander Morikawa.
2: I mentioned Xander in my straight forecast. Xander. Okay, but okay. You know what? We like. I'm I'm sure it's somewhat appreciated by the listeners and viewers. We never talk about Tiger anymore. <laughs> like we don't I even. Know, we're that, just was at that my next question. We're at that point, and where it's
1: just like, hey man, he's just you know, if he plays well, it's a complete bonus. Yeah. And I I don't mean that in a backhanded way, patronizing way. It's just like, dude, he's. He might be hurt. He might be feeling good. He might be feeling bad. Like it's a true like, Randy. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be super fun to watch. And I just, I have no expectations whatsoever.
3: Was that U.S. Open the, the first one back after his dad passed? It was. 06, yeah, yeah. 06. it was. Yeah,
2: he, he had no practice. This so.
3: could be the the type of rough that he's got to pop a bone back in. Totally.
1: Right? Well, we might need God. to get Mackey out there. I yeah. don't know. I know obviously CBS doesn't have it, but maybe Mackey can do some stringing. Really. <laughs> Yeah, could I just popped it back in. We, really?
0: If, if our friends at DraftKings are still listening, big miss not having a low amateur prop.
2: Mm. I would have loved to have gotten mm, down yeah. on that. You love gambling on amateur athletics. <laughs> I, I do. I love it. Don't bet on it, Randy.
1: Can I just clear my notebook? Here Please, is I, let's I, dump know, the notes, and then we can call this a wrap, probably. Trivia question for you. It's not really a trivia question, because I'm just going to tell you the answer, but a, a bit of trivia. Jeff Ogilvy, the only major winner at Wingfoot, who didn't win multiple majors. Mm. So they've had five U.S. Opens, and all of those people have gone on to win multiple Interesting. majors. Bobby Jones, Billy Casper, Hill Irwin, and Fuzzy Zeller. And uh, this was another one from Smartin. It's a bit of a lengthier one, but I thought it was a good note. Uh, it has to do with Mr. Jones. Shout out to Adam Derrits. This was from Sean's uh, PJTour.com piece. It started with the first U.S. Open at Wingfoot. I think this was 1927, something like that. Bobby Jones hold a downhill sidehill, 12-foot par putt to force a 36-hole playoff with Al Espinoza. Jones won the playoff by a remarkable 23 strokes. Oh, my God. So that, may, that putt may have changed the course of golf history, Smartin continues. Jones, once led by as many as seven, but he triple bogeyed the 15th hole. He needed a par on the final hole just to get into a playoff, but missed the green with his approach shot. His touchy chip shot stopped 12 feet short. The shaft of his famed Calamity Jane putter had been cracked and was held together with cords, but he used the damaged implement to sink the putt. Is that well, legal? Is that well, maybe in 1927 it was, but if you guys are talking about taking it away, I would be here for that conversation. At least an asterisk. On. Yes. Uh, I thought he was supposed to be a gentleman. Well, listen, TC, I think this is a, this is why it's important to talk about this stuff. The underreported part, he was probably an odds-on favorite that week. Probably. Very likely. O.B. Keeler, TC's boy, uh, the Atlanta Journal's famous golf writer, and the Bobby Jones biographer, believes Jones would have retired if he missed that putt on the 72nd hole and had blown such a large lead. Quote, I knew in a sort of bewildering flash that if that putt had stayed out, it would remain a spreading and fatal blot. Never to be wiped from his record, Keeler wrote. I will always believe that the remainder of Bobby's career hung on that putt and from that stemmed to the Grand Slam of 1930. Wow. That, How about that? I, Think about that when they get to AT. I love Grandiose. It's Just, the best. Yeah. Oh, it's the best. All right. Let's say. If Phil wins that US Open in 06, you know, maybe he never does the coffee thing. What, Who knows? When he wins the British for the and, Phil Slam. Exactly.
3: What happens if Murakawa wins this week? Mm. wins the masters what do we what do we call that
2: that is a great question we got some time to think about it though i'm trying to come up with a pun of some kind but we might yeah we have to think on that
3: one it's the covid slam it's the covid slam
0: (laughs) that's that's pretty good (laughs) good.
2: admittedly (laughs) that's the covid slam is pretty good
1: that's emptying my notebook that's all i got
0: (sighs) Did we pour one more. in the I
1: know. playoff? I know. Just wasn't his day, apparently. <laughs> a tough scene. Tough one. Uh, the last one, everybody mentions this with Wingfoot, but we haven't mentioned it explicitly. Uh, the Billy Casper thing on hole number three. Are you guys familiar with this?
0: Oh Yes, but why don't you tell the listener? In the, <laughs> in the,
1: in the 1959 U.S. Open, Mr. Casper uh, thought that the par three third hole, which now plays 243 yards, thought it was so hard that he laid up there every single day and made par there every day. Laid up short of the green, chipped on, and made par. Thought that was better than trying to take on the green. So
3: that's pretty. Always cool. a
1: fun note about number three.
3: Maybe Mickelson's thing on sixteen at Muirfield was a was an Omaha. It was an Omaha. Mm-hmm.
2: That mm-hmm. that's very interesting. Interesting. I like to look through. You know, you can look at a total yardage of a course, and I don't know that doesn't always tell the story of how long the course is going to play. But going through it hole by hole, it's a lot. <laughs> if I can read, if you'll indulge me for a second, four fifty one, four eighty four, two forty three. 467 502 321 162 490 and we haven't gotten any par fives yet for the record on those numbers 565 par 5 the ninth and then 214 384 633 212 452 426 498 504 469 put it in 50 degree weather when you're teeing off in some of these mornings this is going to be a hell of a long golf course,
1: especially a hole like sixteen too. I think is the members' par five, and so it snaps like it. I think it's meant to be like a par five, so meaning like the green is smaller. It snaps a little harder. You got to really drive it way out to the right. I believe from what I remember. Unless Number five 17. is a par five
2: for the members as well. Yeah, so, so it's
3: four ninety eight. It. Is going to be interesting. Hell's bells, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Trevor the Trevor Hoffman hole.
0: I'm rooting for it to be like a par 74 this this week.
2: You might, you very well might get it. I think it played to about an
1: average of 75 in, in 06.
0: That's what I remember. Like final round average was even
1: yeah higher, I, I want to say. I'm absolutely geeked for this week.
2: Can't wait. Any parting thoughts?
3: They've got some uh, whole names. we got Genesis, Elm, Pinnacle, Soundview, Long Lane, L, Babe in the Woods, Arena, and Meadow on the front nine. Pulpit, Billows, Cape, White Mule, Shamrock, Pyramid, Hell's Bells, Well Well, and Revelations. They start with Genesis, and they they end with Revelations.
2: That's pretty great. Uh, My tank is empty on the preview. I'm excited to watch golf. Uh, Anything else, we'll just talk ourselves into somebody else winning. Who will not win? Oh, gosh. How could I almost forget? The most important part of the show. Who will not win?
3: And, and we need who, who will win, too. I don't think we've everybody said their actual... Like That's true.
2: JT, I've, I'm firmly, firmly deep on that one. My official pick to win is Dustin Johnson. No, he was not included in my five bets as, as, a, as a winner, <laughs> but my official pick to win is Dustin
3: Johnson. My official pick to win is Adam Scott. Okay. I,
0: I think Mickelson's for sure going to win. but oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Just in case, like... My other pick, if you'll allow it, is Patrick Cantlay. Okay. Very interesting. Uh, pick to not win. These are easy. Are we but... allowed
1: to say cat? Well, no, because the whole thing is you want to. I know. You got to try to fly as close to it as you can. I'll say Morikawa, which I don't know if that's too safe. Like not winning two majors in a row is. He's is in the top, top but... ten in odds, right? I mean, oh I yeah, think that's, yeah. That's, he's yeah. number he's number six. He's odds-on favorite.
3: I'll say. <laughs> I'll say JT.
2: Love it. We'll see on the battlefield. <laughs> is I'll, Webb Simpson enough? Plus yeah. 2,500. Hell oh, yeah. I'll
0: say Webb is not going to win.
3: Yeah, but that's... <laughs> Listen, Randy? we know Finau and Ricky aren't going to win. Of course. So. I'm going to make a pledge to the folks. I will not RIP the cat this week. Pre- out, of I'm, res- I'm pre- out of respect. Because I'm RIPing right now. RIP <laughs> cat. Let's just get it out of the way.
2: I'll make two picks if you didn't like that then, Randy. Okay. I'll do Webb and Bryson. Both will not win.
0: Okay. But Bryson's better. That's uh, a little bit better. I, I'm going to take... I'm gonna take DJ for sure won't win. Uh, Rom isn't gonna win. <laughs> the The U.S. Open, yeah. And then who else? You JT. This the odds. Of I this think one. JT might. I, I think JT might. So I'll I'll say Rom and DJ for sure. <laughs>
2: That's. Really brilliant. bold. It's brilliant. And awesome. He's cocky after he, he guessed Markel. No, I'm
0: not saying Rory though. There's something about yeah. just having yeah. a kid. Was, the pre- baby
2: scene. thing kept me away from Rory. I would have said Rory otherwise. Yeah, yeah.
3: and geez, there's only I two par fives, yeah. so Rory can't. You know he can't yeah. gang up on the field there.
2: All right, we're wrapping at that. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We got live shows coming all week. Uh, pumped to bring you those, and ready to sit and watch a lot of golf on a lot of different channels. But watching a lot of golf.
3: We're doing those Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then the we'll conclusion pod on Sunday. Of coverage. Yep, correct. Cool.
2: Thanks Cheers. everybody for tuning in. Cheers.
3: Crackle. Be
0: the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. mean, that's better than most.
1: How about him? it is better than most better than most
0: yeah. expect